Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had taken his bodybuilding as far as he could. After winning a record seventh Mr. Olympia title, he retired. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. As a child, her ambition was to become a dancer. As good fortune would have it, she became a princess instead. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press a button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. I got to show you something. I, I, if I've shown you this oh before, my gosh. not no. don't show me that. No, I, okay, no, not that. I don't want to. But see in that. a way, in a way, you might be onto something. Now let me let me. Uh, you know what? Can I just say something? I don't like yeah. it when you do this because it's it's usually what? never fun for me. No, this will it's be fun. fun for you. If this isn't fun for you, I will buy you a stack of flapjacks. Okay. All right. All what right. is it you want to show me? All right. Uh, let me set the story here. Years ago, when I was working at King Television, uh, you know, the home team, mm-hmm. which uh, if you look behind the scenes is really the homely team, but that's beside the point. That's why <laughs> right. I'm not working there anymore. They got uh-huh. rid of the ugly people. <laughs> but um, they, they, so I was working in the marketing department and the sales department decided, you know what? We want to send out a thank you to all of our advertisers and, and ad agencies this year. Just something simple that will say, thank you, season's greetings, happy holidays. That's it, smart marketing. Yeah, yeah it was. And smart it was, marketing. And so they said, we want to make it really simple. We're going to make a little card, and, and we'll make it like it, it will have a little hole on the top of it so you can, you can run a string through it, and you could, you could hang it as a Christmas tree ornament on your, on your tree. So the, the, the holiday card, mm-hmm. the greeting card, yep. uh, would have, you could display it in a easy manner rather than just throw it in a box It, it was done so in two parts. It's a good idea, actually. Now this, I think the cautionary part of this is that, you you know, it's like the old story about all the blind man trying to describe what an elephant is. Yes. You know, remember Classic. that one? Yes. One, one, one feels the trunk. He says, oh, an elephant is like this. Well, this is sort of way, the way this broke down. Mm-hmm. They had two different departments working on the two components of this card. All right. One component was that they wanted a picture of what would appear to be a snow globe. And the inside the snow globe, there would be uh, the Seattle skyline and, a, and an azure sky as if mm-hmm. a wintertime sky. Very pretty. And then King Television's name across the bottom. And then the bottom part of this, uh, there would be a, a long descending part that would... Uh, contain uh, some poetry that somebody had written. And th- this was what the poetry was. The splash of feet, holiday shopping, bumper shoots brighten, the winter wet haze, at a home fire's blaze, popcorn is popping, starting a year filled with happy new days. All of us are wishing you the happiest of holiday seasons and a bright and successful year. Okay. okay? And right. then there's the yeah. King 5 television logo at the bottom. All right. So they put the two components together and sent it off to the printer to marry 
those two components into the finished product. Okay. All right. So far, so good. Am I explaining it so Yeah, well? it's, okay. it's, it's a nice graphic with so, a very pretty little poem. So it came back and it all it all it lived in a little red envelope and they was they were prepared to send these mm -hmm. to all of the advertisers, as I said before. So okay. Somebody said, "Let's check it first. Make sure it, it looks it looks as good as we hoped it would." Always and here's the snow globe. Okay. There's the poetry. And yeah, stuff. that looks and then good. Said, hey, is there anything on the back? No, there's nothing on the back. <laughs> it's just blank. It's just oh, good no. <laughs> see what it is? Yeah, I see what it is. Nobody noticed that. Uh huh. Until it is shaped. Um, it, it has a phallic, uh, phallic it's look to it. It's shaped because the snow globe is at the top part. I mean, it's the perfect storm. It's got yes. it's got the uh, foreskin there. Yes. It's got the little hole at the top, yes. which looks like that. Yeah. What mm -hmm. that's for. And then the shaft. It was <laughs> the shaft. It is a major, it looks like a penis. horrifying, yes. embarrassing debacle. <laughs> they had made up hundreds of them. They quickly usher them out to the trash can, and I climbed in the trash can just because I gotta have one of these. I gotta have one of these. And if if you look on our uh, podcast uh, page for this we'll particular podcast, you'll see a picture of it and what exactly uh, it entailed. So it doesn't really work as an audio thing, but when you see it, if we didn't describe well, it, it well, it took me just a second to look at it, and yeah. by cracky, I recognized it. Yeah, well, you recognize, even though it, I haven't seen one in a long time, I still recognized it. You haven't seen a Christmas card. <laughs> It, you 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 recognize it, but not immediately. Exactly. And if somebody hadn't immediately noticed it, it would have gone out to all of those advertisers, <laughs> and they they probably would uh, you know just said, "Oh, this is a real nice statement. Thank you very much." And King Five would station. have been bankrupt. Yeah, they'd be gone, gone right now. They'd be gone. Cisco Morris would be working for. Well, he just he'd be out in the garden by himself. <laughs> but it, it uh, oh I guess it, it worked out okay. So here we are, and it. Um, uh, I, I, I know I know I should be excited about this, but uh, I guess a daylight uh, saving time just happened. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Yeah, why aren't you excited about it? It's spring. You used to always be so oh, I'm happy. Up upset when it would be winter. And oh, you, you're you, right. You know, yeah, so yeah, it's I, good. I so why aren't you happy? Well, I am happy, but okay. I... I, I the thing that always makes me unhappy is when we leave daylight time, and I say, why? Why don't we just stay with daylight time the whole year long? I don't know. Does, do you know why? I mean, has anybody... Nobody's come to me. Who makes these decisions? Nobody's come to me. Does um, the president make this decision? Who makes this decision? I don't know. That's a great question, because they keep... Sh I, I suppose, ultimately, it, it gets okayed in Congress. Everything somehow. gets okayed in Congress. But but uh, the, 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 the idea of the whole thing, of course, has to do with... Uh, that this used to be an agrarian society, and so for people that were farmers, mm -hmm. the extra day, the extra hour of sunshine or daytime helped them out whatever. because they were outside. I guess that was the reason, but that really isn't applicable anymore in this modern time. I mean, there's still some farming done, obviously, or we wouldn't have our eggplants. But well, by I'll the way, what, I hate eggplant. I like eggplant. You know why I hate eggplant? Because I made it once myself. <laughs> And I cut it up into strips. I was going out some some Asian recipe I was re following. When I got all it all done, it tasted what I imagine a slug would taste like. Oh, it, you overcooked it. It had the same texture, yes. the same look. And when I put salt on it, it shriveled. It was, oh, 
I, I, I yeah. know people like eggplant, but I'm never going to have it again. Well, you I'm could done. get wrong. I'll, well, well, I know I must have, but I... I'll no. make you an eggplant parmesan that you I can't like take the risk. I can't I'm not going to tell you what it is because you think eggplant is the way you cooked it, which was wrong. And I'm not going to tell you what it is when it's cooked right. You'll like it. Okay. Well, you can so sneak here's, it in on me. So here's what I, I, I'm glad about in this day and age is that my cell phone automatically changes the time. My computer automatically changes the time. Remember back in the day when you had to figure out how to set your VCR time? And, yeah. and the thing that's really getting me is my car. I can't figure out how to change the clock. What do we we, spr- we sprung ahead, right? We, yes, Did we, we fall ahead? ahead? We sprung no, no, ahead. we sprung ahead. So I can't figure out, and by the time I figure it out, it's time to set it the other way. It takes me about three, four months to figure out how to change my clock. Well, you only have about five months or so of standard <laughs> time and seven months of daylight. So, so I should just leave it? So just default to the one that you have the most of, which is daylight time, and then just just bear with it for the other five months. But I guess anyway, I'm happy, and you you started to say that you are, you're not Aren't you? You're happy, right? No, I'm happy. I look how 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 light it the, stays now. Here's this is this is my psychology. I I need to go have analysis done. I really do. Yeah. Because my psychology do. is, I look so forward to the days getting longer and longer, and then comes the first day of summer, the longest day of the year, yes. the most most sunshine of the year, and it was just when we haven't even gotten to that point yet. You're already bummed out. I'm already bummed out. Oh, great. And now it's going to start going the other way. Oh, great. And now they're going to get shorter. And I'm going to get more depressed. And so that I'm not even enjoying it anymore. Now I'm depressed the whole year round (laughs) in anticipation of when I should be happy. I know. Yeah, you're dumb. Makes no sense. Oh, well. But uh, the reason we, we, you know, do this now, I guess, is because most people's schedules are not governed by the movements of the sun. We don't care. School and transport schedules and work at... Generally begins the same time, all times of the year, we should, regardless of the position yeah, of the sun. Yeah, we should just just not do it anymore, or or do it and leave it. But quit. Well, that's what I mean. Not yeah. Everybody has to agree on it because I is there, isn't it Arizona that that won't yes. that doesn't do it? No, nope, they and, said forget it. We're small, too hot. You know why? Because they're hot and crabby over there. They don't well, have time to think about that's this right. stuff. They've had sunstroke, <laughs> and then part of of uh, Indiana for some reason too. Not all of it, just oh, part of it. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't make any sense to me, but. Uh, so what for daylight savings right, time? So what for it's that? not really but, saving daylight anyway. But what's really exciting is that St. Patrick's Day is coming. You know what? Why do I say that? That's dumb. It's not exciting. I'm not doing anything for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, but it is exciting. Are you doing anything? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, then why is I'm, it exciting? Let me put it this way. I'm not doing anything that I wouldn't be doing anyway, <laughs> which is drinking beer. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm not excited either. It's just another day in the foster house. Yeah. But I was reading a... I, re- I was reading a a review of a book about the the Irish in America, and it's very fascinating. Uh, at least I I thought it was because at the turn of the century, there were more people living uh, in New York and Bo- more Irish transplants living in New York and Boston than there were living in Dublin at that time. Wow! I mean, most wow. Irish were over here, and it, it's so they were like the first big minority in the United States. Because we have daylight one. savings time here. That might have been. That might have been. And they heard that we had some microbreweries <laughs> over here, too. Right. Uh, but, uh, and of course, I, I come from an Irish uh, family. A lot, of, a lot of people hear the word name Cashman and they think that it's Jewish. But it is, it turns out it's an Irish name. Really? Yeah. But most all, many names, I should say, not most all, but some of them are 
are, are shortened from their original because they were just too lengthy or too weird. So when, so what generation of of was it the O'Cashmans that came over, or was it just the Cashmans no, that uh, came over? No, what generation? You're thinking of the OJ's. <laughs> they did the song Backstabber. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, so, my uh, my uh, grandfather came over. So it's that recent. Yeah, around the turn of the century. Okay. And then, and then not he, this century. Uh, no, not this latest one. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. Uh, the other if, one. He was my grand. If he was, if that would have been then, I would be maybe not even born yet. But so he came over and he landed in Boston, and um, with you know countless thousands of other Irish people, and how he wound up going all the way across the United States and wound up in a little town in Central Oregon called Bend, Oregon. I never had fully explained to me. He must have taken a wrong turn. He somewhere. must have something like that. But how? That's but nice. he wound what up a there. lovely place to end up because it's very beautiful down there. His family was in the clothing retail business, and that's what he started a store in Bend, Oregon, called Cashman's Men's Clothiers. Clothier. Clothiers. Yeah. They don't. They there, don't say that much anymore. See that black and white photo up there? Yeah. I'll put this on our website. Okay. That's him. Oh. And, and somebody else standing in front of the store. Nice. The building still looks exactly the same today, but it's... What's, uh, what is it? Is it a, a gym or uh, a bar? I think, I think it's slot cars. No, I don't <laughs> I don't know what it is. There was a, But there was a bar next to it. Yes. Oh, man. It's the first bar I ever got to go into. My dad took me in, and I had a root beer. And they'd have these incredibly cold mugs, and they'd pour the root beer in. They let the kids into the bars? Yeah, if your dad or your parents were with you. Oh. But you couldn't, you know, you couldn't stay there. Right. You had to leave. But it was like an old-fashioned Western bar. I I guess I'm old enough that those things, because it had, you know, the the place to put your foot. They had a couple of spittoons in there. They would roll the beer right down the the table there to you. You had to catch it. Yeah. And uh, it, it it was great. And it was called the Palace, and it was dark in there. It was dingy. All they had all of these paintings on the wall, but they were all so blackened that they might as well <laughs> from cigar yeah, and cigarettes. People smoke could smoke, and, yeah. of course, in those days. Yeah, uh, very cool. But anyway, I, I don't know. Anyway, that so my my grandfather started this store, and uh, and then my dad. So did he come over here by himself, and then took a wife here? Are yeah, you okay? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but all, but a pretty. He was from a family when they had these kind of families of sixteen kids. Wow. Uh, they they usually figured the Irish figured well, a couple of them ain't gonna make it, and that was the case. So, yeah. but then there were fourteen left, and uh, eventually, all but a couple of them did not come over here. In fact, uh, two of his siblings, wound, three, four of them wound up in Bend, Oregon, at some point. In their life, they all because they still they all wanted, have the same GPS apparently. Yeah, they all want to be together. Yeah, you know. So and he yeah. said, "Hey, it's great out here. I got the store going. Come on west." Yeah, and then they did. That's nice. So it was pretty so cool. So you're you are full Irish, half Irish, a quarter Irish. What are you? Um, I can't. I'm looking at you and I can't even figure out what you are. Uh, I, it always surprises people. I am. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, <laughs> Don't go there. I am not going to go there. Okay. But I. Uh, so you do a really good Irish accent. I was remembering Steve Martin in The Jerk saying, I was born a poor black child. <laughs> right. Because he thought he was, because he yeah. was in a black family. Yes. Uh, we, um, I'll tell you how sheltered Bend, Oregon was. Uh, there were no black people living in Bend. None. Yeah. Zero. Right. I mean, I can still remember it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, and 
my parents took my brother Mike and me on a plane uh, on a on a train ride back to Chicago where my mother was from to visit her parents. And so we were on this train. It's about a three-day journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I see a porter, a black porter, mm-hmm. walking by with some bags. And he says, how are you doing there, young fella? And I remember saying this out loud. My parents were mortified. I said, what's that stuff on your face? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I did. Because I'd never seen Right. I'd never I mean, seen, what would you know? You yeah. wouldn't, You don't know this. But he was very, really nice about it. And he, you know, oh. uh, withdrew the knife. And it was great. <laughs> yeah. no. no, he was he was very, very sweet about it. Uh, but my parents just wanted to jump right off the train. I'm sure they did. Or at least throw me off of right. it. Right. So, uh, anyway, so then my dad, when my dad uh, was... Um, my dad was in the service when his father died uh, at the age of but 54. Wow. And then and then he's still overseas when his mother dies, three days, uh, three years to the day that my grandfather died. Mm. She was getting ready to go to mass uh, on his anniversary of his death, and she had a heart attack and, mm. and died. So my dad comes home. His parents from the service, World War II, his, both of his parents are gone, and he's got big plans. You know, he's saying, he's, it, it, it's like the Jimmy Stewart movie. Yep, I'm going, I'm going to move to Seattle. I've got a new job with a, a typewriter company up there. They're going to make me an executive. And then, Get out of this they, crummy little town. Yeah, and, it's just like that. Right. Because he told me the story later, and they said, well, no, Pat, you, you can't leave. Who's going to run the store? Your dad's gone. He, he was counting on you to run the store. And so, and, and you got your two sisters, and, and part of their family's income depends on the store. You, so you, you can't leave. You had to stay. He had to stay. He had to stay, I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> Can yeah. You tell people your dad's name is... It's the same as mine. It's the same as yours. Okay. Yeah. So he... Yeah, you're right. I didn't make so that So he clear. had to stay and run the store. Yeah. For how long? For until the store closed, the rest of his life he lived the, the rest yeah, of his life. Yeah, wow. And, uh, and so, but you know, towards the end of his life, I talked to him about that, and he, you could tell there was a lot of regret, path not taken, and all that yeah. stuff. But then he said something so cute. He said, "But you know what? If I had moved away, I never would have met your mom, and yeah. I never would have had you boys." Yeah. And he said, "So that makes me a rich man." Oh. And I, said, I said, "Oh man, that's great." Yeah. That's nice. You're deluded, but it's nice. That's yeah. very. No, it was nice. really sweet. That's very really... nice. And then, and then, I mean, he died with, uh, within the month. So wow. It's a nice last uh, time I had with him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, gee, that, now I'm all bummed out. I guess we we're talking about daylight time, but that's not that's going. Well, we nowhere. were talking about St. Patrick's Day and what big plans we oh, had. Oh, that's right, St. Patrick's Day. No, <laughs> that was a big deal growing up I'll uh, bet. in Irish the, Yeah, there were two times a year when I knew maybe Christmas, but. There were there were two times a year I knew I wasn't going to get in trouble, <laughs> and my dad wasn't going to pop That's me. That's always good. That's always yeah. good to have two guarantees like yeah, that. Yeah, they were guaranteed, and my birthday was one of them, and the other was St. Patrick's Day. I knew it was going to be I was going to be coasting that day. So what was it about St. St. Patrick's Day? It was treated just like because they were apparently St. Patrick's Day is not that big a deal in Ireland, but really? it, it has become a huge deal in this country. Huh. Yeah. The they don't people. know what they're missing. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, it's not that they don't celebrate it, but I think they celebrate it more as an actual uh, religious holiday. Well, who is St. Patrick? In Ireland. But here it's just a it's a Bacchanalian feast. 
Yeah, well, what's he known for? Because I only know him as, you know, the, this, the saint of vodka. That's about a well, saint of beer. St. Patrick's, uh, first of all, he was a saint back uh, in ancient times. I mean, it would be like, I don't, they all are. I don't know what aren't it was. Aren't they? Eighth century, I don't know. Well, yeah, most saints uh, have are not alive. We don't make them any. We don't make them like we used to. No, we don't. And the and the the miracle thing is, uh, you know, That's it's kinda... so it's so hard. I mean, Bill Nye can it could call, uh, you know, BS on just about any miracle. <laughs> I, know. I know how you, you totally did that. Did. <laughs> I know how you did that. That was that was not really a miracle. Yeah, that statue's not really crying yeah. tears. But. Uh, <laughs> But uh, St. Patrick's most famous, among other things, that he supposedly drove all the snakes out of Ireland. How he did that, I don't know, and I don't know what he was you driving at the time. You get sainthood for that? I for don't, being I, an exterminator? I think, it was an ex, and I think it was an incidental thing that he did, but that wasn't the reason he was made a saint. Oh, okay. Because that's a, not a very, I don't know, doesn't seem like a very important thing. I, thought I guess, you, but I, I mean, thought, apparently you, be, you can't find any snakes in Ireland. Are you kidding me? That's no, I'm not. There's I'm not. no snakes there. Well, unless people are bringing them in now, but <laughs> okay. But they're they're not uh, native. And again, you know, this stuff is so ancient that I know it becomes fairy tale stuff. I in know. A way, but but that's so that's, they were all happy. They were so happy there weren't any snakes there. They said, "Let's open a keg of beer," and that's how the holiday that's, got started. That's pretty much how it started. <laughs> okay. Now I understand. <laughs> Except I think in those days it was mead. Or grog or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a good I don't cup know when, of mead. I don't know when the first. So we got to go to Ireland years ago, and uh, and they have these tourist attraction castles that you can go to. Oh, and they have, those are cool though. They are cool. Those they, old Irish they, they, castles. They, they and... have these big wooden tables. You go in. You, I yeah. don't know what you pay. You sit and you have this big feast. You right. Know, they have. You just eat with your hands, right? Yeah, yeah. Eat with your hands, or yeah. if you, or you can throw the bone back over your shoulder. Yeah. Or the like I love that. Yeah. And then they serve this thing called mead, which the is, wench comes and serves. There you is the a mead. wench. They do the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, they have. I'd like to be a. They wench. They have guys coming in playing flutes and hip hopping around, you know. Uh, in 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 just about any other walk of life, you'd say, "Uh oh, feet get moving. I'm getting away from this." But but there, it's yeah. charming. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about Ireland is, when you're driving there. You you got to drive carefully because you'll come around a corner and there'll be a, a whole herd of sheep going across a major road. Yeah. I mean, Ireland looks exactly like what the postcards look like. Yeah. Some I'd, places I'd you go and they, go. Eh, this isn't so cool. You go you go to the Alamo. The Alamo's not very big at all. It's about the size of an outhouse. Ireland looks like everything is just it's it's charming and and rustic. Uh, and beautiful. It it doesn't look it doesn't look all slick and polishy like you would think. I mean, are there any you know very Me- very contemporary metropolitan cities in Ireland that are very slick and and upscale and, and well, techy and trendy or? Yeah, well, the, the, that's a very uh, uh, technological country now that that right. kind of helped resurrect their economy. Uh, so they're I mean they're you know they're pretty uptown there. They're not as backwards, but there's still those elements yeah. of of. Of the old days, that is just still I see everybody. Redolent. To me, in my mind, everybody walks around with a shepherd's hook. Well, not everybody. I saw one guy that didn't have one. Yeah, I just yeah. that's, and they've got boots on. They, a lot of boots. Um, and and when when I was, are you going to sneak? <laughs> Go ahead. I was, but now that you did it, it got stuck. So. Nothing's worse than a sneeze right on the verge, and you can't stop you know, talking it, about it. Ow! Well, oh, it hurts. Okay. Either sneeze or don't. I can't. Okay. As 
As my friend who mixed metaphors said, either sneeze or get off the pot. Well, now it's you got it. It's stuck. Oh, okay. I ruined it. All right. If it comes back at any time, just I will. I'm going to go for it. In fact, why don't we take a little break? Yeah, let's do that. And then you can sneeze Thank away. You. Okay. Here's an important message for men. If you sometimes experience itching or discomfort, sometimes called jock itch, in this area right here, there's something that can help. I have itching and discomfort there. Then you need to try this. Hmm. Putazone C. How does it work? You just apply gently, right there, and rub it in. You mean right here? Yes, right there. Okay. And rub it in. Ah. Now, how does that feel? It feels soothing and cooling. That's right. It's uh, really cooling. It's doing its job <sighs> to get rid of the itching and discomfort. It's getting real cold. That's the Whoa. miracle Whoa. of Puta's own sea. It's freezing! Wow! Feeling Whoa. a freezing Whoa. sensation Whoa. right Whoa. there? Yeah! Then try this. Puta's own D. Give it to me. Just rub it on. How does that feel? That's good. It's warming. That's the miracle Ah. of Puta's own D. It's getting pretty hot, actually. It's the alternative Ah. to Puta's own C. It's burning! You need Ah. advanced Puta's own. It combines Puta's own C and D. Give it to me. Oh. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's the miracle of Putazone. Why didn't you just give me that one in the first place? Different formulas, different Putazones. Yeah, okay. You feel okay now? Except I was screaming so much I got a sore throat. Sore throat pain calls for Putazone X. X. With the great raspberry taste. Do you happen to have some? Yes, I do, right here. Ah, thank you. By the way, it is not to be taken orally. (coughs) You're just supposed to rub it on the outside of your neck. You said it had a raspberry taste! Well, sure, but that doesn't mean you should eat it. Oh, man! Try the great line of Puta's own products, and use only as directed. Got a lemon-flavored one, too? This portion of Peculiar Podcast is brought to you by Dr. Scholl's Toe Separators. They're the best way to remember which little piggy went to market, which little piggy ate roast beef, and which little piggy yelled wee, 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 all the way home. And now, once again, reluctantly, we return to Peculiar Podcast. Are you eating something no, right now? No, why do you think I'm eating something? This uh, this group is called Flogging Molly uh, in Seattle, uh, among other places. Uh, they're stopping around. People love this very kind fun. of music. Yeah, yeah, it's very fun. You ever heard of a group called the Chieftains? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I went to one of their concerts. Again, really great. Uh, people just love that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's such happy music. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Although I, you would have to question the, the name of this group, Flogging Molly, and what sort of message that sends to our young people. <laughs> Um. So uh, where were you? Oh, you were eating something, but uh, that's I fine. was. I was that's eating fine. some chicks. That's a luxury. That, that's a luxury you can enjoy when you have a podcast. Yes, indeed. Uh, especially when this peculiar. Uh, 
So here we are. Springtime is uh, at hand. Yeah. We're not we're not quite there yet, but uh, you can smell it in the air. It's daylight time now, and uh, that we've got sunshine coming here in Seattle in in August, and we're looking forward to to cleaning up the dump. This, yeah, this I whole think, spring uh, house cleaning. Do you do that? Yeah, I think once St. Patrick's Day comes and goes, that's sort of everybody's signal. To I I try to try to get some spring cleaning done and clean out. I just get so much crap. Don't you? That I'm looking around this. You've got so much crap. You don't realize that I spent a lot of yesterday cleaning this place up. You probably don't even notice it. Do it you? looks. Doesn't it look a little better? A little better. I'm not done. It looks done, a little but... better. But but that's the thing. You know, there's just so much crap we got to get rid of. So uh oh, what's happening? Oh no, what's happening? Going on with the dogs. What's up? What's up? Oh, no. All right. So so spring cleaning is important. You know, I'm starting to question whether it's really a good idea to have dogs in the studio. Oh, I, well, yeah, I know. We're going to take them out. The dog wrangler is now taking them out right. of the podcast area. All right. So there, there I have a uh, an area in my garage. I'm trying to kind of set up a garage sale because I want to get rid of stuff. And I Can also, you pull your car into your garage? No, I pulled, okay. took it out because I want to get this stuff gone but you you know garage sales selling stuff on craigslist i that's a great way just to get rid of stuff do you ever do that do you ever have a garage sale have you yeah, had a garage sale? i i i don't know i i've not although my wife has uh, uh done uh, craigslist and ebay i'm not such an aficionado of that but i well they're I think it's I think it's great. They're two different things, first of all. Well, I know, but it's essentially you could still buy stuff on either one, right? Yeah, yeah. And sell things. And sell stuff, yeah. exactly. Hey, well, let's get let's continue with that. While I'm thinking of it though, we I think we'll regularly uh mine the Craigslist sites. Yes, indeed. And share the most interesting uh items that have been placed on there with for you. With you. Let me start over again. So these are the greatest Craigslist ads that we have seen recently. It's it's enormously entertaining. Do you even go on there and look at stuff? You don't even you have you used Craigslist at all? Look, you personally? I, look, look, I got a, I got a choice to make on how I can spend my time. <laughs> I, can I go on Craigslist and look at that, or 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 do my porn? I can see the okay. dilemma you I have. I can't do both. <laughs> well, uh. I can. I don't know why you can't. <laughs> Never okay, a problem for so me. let me read you a couple of these Craigslist things, and then we'll get back uh, more to my <laughs> my area, which is our garage sales, of which uh, I've had and gone to many. And, okay, and I'm, I'm not ambivalent about it either. Okay, so on Craigslist. All right, parachute for sale. <laughs> See right there, you just can't find that at a garage sale. That's why Craigslist is awesome. Fifty dollars, only used once. <laughs> Never opened. <laughs> okay, that's great. So now wait a minute. You say to yourself, uh-huh. you have used it once, but it's never opened. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, that, that isn't one you want to dive on. Here's another one. Mattress for sale. Oh, there's always mattresses and couches on Craigslist. Yeah. Everywhere. There's a, a picture of it here. Uh, nice bed. Moderate staining. Oh, my God. I have to tell you that my grandma died in this bed oh, last week. my God. We are going through her apartment. I will post more stuff 
Thank you, Jimmy. Now is this? Yeah, the, thank you, Jimmy. Is this so? So is this under the free section? What you got to tell me what category these are posted in? Um, if you can. It, it says it's for sale. It's for sale. Yeah, so, so. he's going to take the best. I don't see that anybody has made an offer on it yet. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you'd want to ask some questions. You know, how old was your grandma? And he, what are all, the stains? Are the are they coffee stains or because yeah, that's are, important? Or are they her stains? Yeah, you know? that's important. Uh, and he didn't even call her grandma. He called her my grandma. G R A N T M A. Yeah. Well, so maybe that maybe, was... maybe that's because he's thinking she's going to leave some money for him. Kind of a grandma. <laughs> he uh, should check the mattress. She might have stuffed some money. Now, in do there. you think he needed to disclose that his grand grandpa died in this bed last I, week? I don't. I don't know. think it's like real estate. You I don't, don't have know. to. You don't have to. Uh, the staining, I think, would be hard to avoid. Uh, they're going to people that. are going to find out about it eventually. Right. Yeah. And finally, this isn't a, really a, a well. It is a Craigslist thing, but it's actually a, a story. Okay. That was uh, posted. Did you happen to lose your teeth while cavorting in the pool, <laughs> or perhaps you took them out and put them poolside as you did laps and forgot to pick them back up when you were done? <laughs> Well, they're waiting for you next to the pool stairs where you disgustingly left them unless you dropped them into the pool and some kids found them thinking they were treasure. Boy, were they wrong. So this is probably in the lost and found section here. Since there are so many old people in this complex, I have no idea whose dentures these are. I'm not about to touch them except to kick them out into the street or maybe back into the deep end of the pool if they're still there tomorrow. Gross, gross, gross. Come on, people. This is just N-A-S-T-Y. Then they have the location Elm and Whitworth in Beverly Hills. And it is not okay to contact this poster with services or other commercial interests. Oh, my gosh. So that, that is the thing. I mean, Craigslist is handy for that sort of stuff. You can sell stuff. You can buy stuff. You can put lost and found. You can even do missed connections. You can make, you know, you can rant about things if you want. It's, it's, you should use it much more. You know, I'm, I'm actually thinking about that uh, mattress with the moderate staining <laughs> because. You got room for it? Well, here? it's just that I, I'm not, I'm, I'm like those people that they say is not that picky about color or colors. Yeah, I might check into that okay. one. Yeah. It might be gone by now. you got to jump on these pretty quick. I know, I know. It's probably gone. Somebody I know. Took it. Yeah, waste, waste time and you, you're, you've lost out. Um, so, but I do know about garage sales. And I've, we've had a lot of them over the years. And when uh, my wife's parents passed away a year and a half ago or so, we had a lot of stuff. Did you have an estate? Because there's a difference between, you know, there's a certain marketing psychology that it goes into just really basically selling your crap because that's all it is. Yeah. If you call it an estate sale, that somehow uh, creates a rather uh, a nicer, it's a higher uh, caliber of things that you Higher know, caliber of crap. Of crap, exactly. Yeah. So did you call it an estate sale? Because you've got your I estate. think we did. I think we did. But it was somewhat, uh, it was somewhat derailed by the fact that we had uh, uh, my father-in-law's um, late model beat to crap New York, New Yorker, Chrysler New Yorker sitting out there also for sale. 
for $500 or best offer. Really? Yeah. I, I would think a car would make people come in, no? Well, it, it made it look like, it, it, it. the car looked like it was just one step from sitting out in the middle of a field, rust, <laughs> rusting somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so it didn't set the tone that you think you're setting right. when you say, we're having an estate sale. <laughs> you know, it just really, it was mostly crap. But there were some nice furniture items that were antiques. <laughs> crap and, and And the antique people are the first oh, to show yeah, up. Oh, yeah, they will. They know what stuff's worth. They and, come and, banging on your door. So they, that, that stuff flew out the door. Uh, do you right think away. you got? Do you think you made some bad decisions on pricing? How do you? Pr- how did you price stuff? Did you just say everything's a buck? That's all, a good way just to get rid of crap. Well, everything's a dollar. Well, that that's what we were kind of. Uh, that that was sort of the what we were faced with because uh, if we, we sure we would like to make a good amount of money on this stuff, who wouldn't? But on the other hand, our real goal was we get got, rid of we it. We got to get rid of this stuff. Right. We can't have this stuff. But we we got enough crap of our own. You know, <laughs> I we, know. We, we have to unload it and. and uh, so we uh, we did uh, a certain certain degree of uh, um, just take it tri- triage, I guess you'd call yeah. it. Yeah, whatever we had yeah. to do to get rid of it, take it. We did. So we we would put <laughs> suggested prices on there, but uh, we you know we people love to come and dicker. That's the whole point of a garage. That sale, is I guess. the whole point of it. Yeah, even even if you you know think you put a real reasonable price on it. Um, Somebody still. I do, <laughs> I do. I'll I'll say I will always do that at a garage sale. That's not the final price. I was laughing because I remember uh, that, that we had, they had uh, my wife's dad had one of those scooters, you know, like those rascal things that. Mm-hmm. When, I didn't pay a penny out of my pocket. Yeah, that one. When, I when, love that. When you're older, it's a way for uh-huh. you to get around because it's That's hard right. for you to. To, the to, the to hover work. around by doesn't Tom Cruise sell that on television? No, not not the not Tom, the Tom Cruise, Cruise, but the, although the Tom Cruise will someday. Not a penny out of pocket. I know that. That's what it is. That's what it was. Okay, one of those scooter things, and and God love him. His name was Bert. Patty's my wife's dad's name was, and still is, even though he's not around anymore. Uh, he would try to get that scooter souped up so it would go just as <laughs> fast as it could, and he tried to jump it, and. <laughs> And he, he, that's funny. He went and sailed over a bunch of bushes with it. He crashed it <laughs> and really burned in it. Luckily, he wasn't hurt. So oh this scooter, gosh. scooter sitting there in our uh, estate sale, yes. and and uh, it, that's worth some bucks because yeah. it was pretty new. And I mean, not a penny out of his pocket, but no, that doesn't mean you're not going to make a profit. I don't know on what it. I don't know what they go for, but I thought we had They're a reasonable thousand dollars. Yeah, and I think we only had like two hundred bucks on it or something like that, and we thought. You know, to the bird in the hand, that's fine. Because sure. we don't, we can't keep it. And hopefully it'll go to somebody who can really use it. And that's, this is a bargain. So a guy comes, and I'll never forget this. The guy comes in and he's limping. He's limping in. He's a perfect. He's, he's a carpet layer. See? And uh, his knees are all, you know. He needs the Guys who, who lay carpet for many years, uh, they, your, your knees are shot. Your shot. knees are shot. And yeah, tile, barely, tile setters. And, and so. Yeah. So he's looking at this, and I don't remember. Was it for him or was it for somebody else? It so, was for him. Okay. Yeah. And. Um, well, obviously he's limping. He well, needs a yeah, scooter. Well, yeah, you know how half the time, uh, how these things go. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's like the, the George Carlin's old routine about the woman that's on Queen for a day, and she goes through. Well, I, I'm very sick, and my husband, he was a steeplejack, and he fell off, and he wound up in the Mayo Clinic, and. And uh, you know, she knows all of these problems. He said, "Okay, so if you are selected as queen for a day, what would you like?" 
I'd like a set of golf clubs. You know, it's they never what you think they want. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. So it's because the guy comes limping in. He may be thinking of it for someone else. All right, so Limpy's there. Yeah. And does he want the scooter? Yeah, he's okay. very interested in it, and we have to really. You know, uh, spend a lot of time with him, assuring Going him. Over the features. And he, and he, and he wants to give it a take it for a test drive? He took it for a test drive right out there in the driveway. Um, and then, remind me, my son Chris is here. Did he bring it back or he he came back or something like Something was wrong with it? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the guy was limping. He told us he was a carpet layer. First proposed that perhaps we do it in trade. You know, he looked at the 200 oh. and did the, well... Barter. You guys need some remnant carpet at all, or anything like that? Uh, that's that's actually not a bad idea. Ultimately, we we were gonna sell it to him because when he took it for a test drive, we said that's the guy. This guy needs it. Yeah. He even yeah. said this would change my life, oh, man. That, that's a great thing dude, to say. An old yeah. ponytail guy, you know, he really looked like the part. But yeah, it was one of those where we finally said, you know, let's just let him have. It. I think he had like a hundred and forty-two dollars. You know, he's pulled out crinkled Aww. bills, and we just said, let's just let the guy have. It. This is the guy who needs That's it. That's really nice. But then he gets it loaded into the car and everything, and it's this big ordeal. And we're feeling great about it. But then he, I think he comes back. He brought a it day back. Late, no, a day later after the sale. Say, well, you know, there was a uh, looked like there was an armrest missing Ow. on. The, do you guys <laughs> have that? You mind if I look around the barn? So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We, what do you we, need the armrest for? We gave it to you, man. Yeah. Well, it's not as fast as I was hoping it would be. We had a, I had a garage sale with a, a lot of, uh, several girlfriends. Do you ever get coffee cups that are just these random coffee cups that you really don't like? Or oh, yeah. Well, they're just, just tons of coffee cups. And, I, I and do, so, I do speaking engagements or so you, MC, yeah, so people are always logoed, giving, here, yeah. here's one from the Muckleteal Rotary. Congratulations. Right. So we thought a great gimmick would be to, to get people to come to our garage sale would be to have a big um, urn of coffee there that people could pour a cup of coffee and nice. shop through the nice garage stuff. sale and they the bonus you know free coffee play the butter the balls cup. keep the cup oh keep yeah. the cup so we can get nobody's gonna buy these stupid logoed coffee cups for 10 cents or you can't even give them away for free so we thought that's a great deal so everybody's while the coffee cups are going and we're happy because we're clearing out crap we don't need the coffee cups <laughs> so the next day i take the dogs for a walk there are coffee cups littered between my house oh. all the way down the street they were throwing them in the bushes they were throwing they'd throw them out their car the second they left the garage sale ah. so i had to go collect all the coffee cups again and now they're back in my position you can't get rid of crappy coffee cups no. nobody wants to buy those things hmm. there must be maybe there's a business there Crappy coffee cup world. I don't know. Just those, all those logo. I, I see a ton of logoed coffee cups in here right now. You know what? I'm going to have a cup of coffee right now. Me too. From the people who brought you cops, too hot for TV, the world's most ridiculous police chases, and when provoked animals attack, comes the most shocking, horrifying, and graphic collection ever. Scenes so racy. So scary, so terrifying, they simply can't be seen on television, or video, or any form of visual media. Footage so gory, it can't be seen at all. Ever. Available exclusively from this television offer comes a collection so startling. It's only available on audio cassette. 
your ears will quiver to scenes like boy on bicycle being hit by a semi-truck. Baby being attacked by hungry dogs. Grown man being attacked by hungry dogs. Honey, I'm gonna go grab the paper from the mailboxer. An innocent dog being attacked by hungry dogs. And a human head caught in a garbage disposal. If you order now, we'll rush you a bonus audio cassette featuring a children's choir being attacked by hungry dogs. This compilation is sold exclusively through this TV offer and will not be sold in stores unless we can work out some sort of a deal. Then maybe order today and we'll rush you this frightening audio compilation. Remember, these scenes are so hot, they can't be seen on TV or at all. Ever order today, or the dogs may be coming for you. Too hot to be seen. Ever. Sorry, no CODs. OAC. Scenes may actually be a dramatic recreation, but you have to admit they're still pretty startling, anyways. Order today. Makes a great gift. Available Tuesday at Johnson's Drugstore. This portion of Peculiar Podcast is sponsored by Farley's Fake Car Phones. It looks like a real car phone. And it will really tick off other drivers when they see you talking on it. But it's not a real phone. It's a Pez dispenser. <laughs> gotcha, suckers. And I have three coffee pots. Um, it's easier to buy a new coffee pot than it is to clean. A really dirty one. The reason we buy new coffee pots is because when they get dirty, they get a lot of maggots in them. And that's not something you really want to put your lips to. You ever seen this show? Yes. This is exactly why I was trying to get rid of my coffee this, cups. This I is don't... Called, it's called Hoarders. And it's about people who it's... are mired in so much crap. See? And, and But they can't get rid of it because they're obsessed with it. They've got... It has to do with what's going on upstairs. Oh, of course, yeah. Of course. It's it's a whole it's a it's a security or insecurity thing or whatever you want to call they, it. They produced my that grandmother. Show out of, they produced that show out of, the, of Seattle. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah. They should come to my my. They should come to your garage. Yeah, my grandmother. My grandmother was a hoarder, so I know this firsthand. And uh, when she passed away, and we cleaned out her estate, uh, she had. Things that you you can't even believe that somebody would save. She had a, an entire bag full of used toothbrushes. Why do you need a bag of used toothbrushes to, to go with your your coffee cups? She would have. She I, I mean I could do a whole show on what she had yeah. in her her collection. My, my mom wasn't that bad, but but for years towards the end of her life, she could not find her silverware. She had silverware that she and my dad had gotten when they got got married somebody had given it to them as a gift wow nice yeah lovely silverware and then somehow it it came up missing and she couldn't find it she got to the point where she was sure that one of us must have taken it, it stolen it oh uh, stolen it <laughs> a, a couple of my brothers were oh. on, a little bit on hard times at oh. one point and so she thought 
I think one of you guys still took it. And and uh, she didn't uh, say it straight out, but she you could tell she yeah. thought that might be what you got to tell me if you took it, okay? I don't care if you if you took it, mm-hmm. but I just got to know. And we said, "No, mom, nobody took it." It's, did you look? Yes, I looked. And I, so fast forward, she was passed away. We're going through her things down in the basement. She had a big cardboard boxes full of stuff. She'd keep recipe, every recipe that ever appeared in any newspaper mm-hmm. anywhere. She kept yep, it. Just like my grandmother. But she cooked three things. Macaroni and cheese, <laughs> roast beef, and uh, and and bell peppers with rice stuffed in them. Ooh. Those are the only three things she ever made. Even with but all those recipes. With all those recipes. Right. One of these days. Uh-huh. So we're moving to some some folded up towels out of a cardboard box and we lift it off and what do you know there's the silverware oh no and so uh she would go on vacation trips with us from time to time and she got worried oh somebody could break in my house and steal the silverware i know i'll hide it under these towels here <laughs> and then i'll remember that yeah, i hid it here and she didn't remember I know. It. so there it is yeah well, so I, have it happens. The, I have the ultimate um thing that disturbed me when my, we were going through my grandmother's things and this is how how bad she was. She would not throw anything away, nothing. And and she was a child of of the depression. So a part of that, I think, stemmed from her her inability to throw away anything stemmed from hard times. She just was always raised. You yeah. did not throw anything away. So we find a jar that has a label that she's gone to the trouble of printing a label. Inside it are little tiny little pieces of string, just little snippets different lengths all different lengths mm-hmm. and the label, you never know what length you're going to need well but the label on the jar said string too short to save that she she had saved yes <laughs> what what the hell it just seriously string too short to save and you she made a bottle ah, that's of, fantastic and a label for it and she had it all organized she wow. kept she kept that's bags great. of hair like the hair you take out of your hairbrush, or the palm of your hand, or, or whatever. Whatever she she'd save that all in a bag. She it was it. it you're right. It is a whole yeah. mental well it, inability it to part with things, and that's why that show. I think everybody needs to watch that show once a month, and then they'll get rid of their crap and they'll put it on Craigslist I don't and have know a garage about that. sale. It's because as you just said, the predicate for that is people of a certain age that went through the depression, and yeah. you could argue that we are experiencing something like that now not Maybe. as severe but i think we we're building a whole new generation that is going to say hey you yeah. know what i can't throw something away because i never know well, when i might be out of work or right. out of money and then and so i'm going to save everything i think we're, start, we're starting yeah. it up all over again that's a good point our uh, my father-in-law we were moving some uh, some of their stuff and he had disposable silverware the plastic silverware yeah and especially sporks <laughs> which is a combination spoon Those and fork. Those are handy. He had them wrapped up for moving. So what are you saying? He didn't and, just throw them away? No, he had tons of them there. <laughs> they were it's... disposable, but he wasn't disposing of them. Well, that's responsible. He I... said, I haven't used them. There's nothing wrong no, with them. No, he'd used them. Oh. They were the kind of people that would, would yeah. wash their disposable. You know, yeah. Well, for people... all I know, he'd even wash uh, paper plates and use those over again. <laughs> People wash baggies yeah. and save them. Yeah. Um, I mean. I know. It is. It's. When are you being uh, green and recycling? And when and are you when being are, cuckoo? When are you being nuts? Yeah. yeah I don't that, know. That's uh, not easy. And what, we we can't answer that question now. 
Can we? I don't want to know the answer anyway. Yeah. So, you, you said you, have you had your piece? I think I have. Okay, I got to just say one more thing about garage sales. All right. I said this on the radio one time. This is a true story, and I got a criticism for it. From uh, me? Did not, I criticize not you? Not from a well, one listener. They don't stand for all listeners, but she sure it sounds like you took it hard. What happened? I did. What was I, took, it? I took it really hard. Well, what was it? That doesn't matter to the listener that I cried myself to sleep that <laughs> night. So what was it? Um, and I think I got Chris over here uh, involved in this. We put a series <clears throat> of signs together with arrows on them. Garage sale this way. Yeah. And we put them. We we put them in a big loop of about a mile and a half, including on the front of our house. Right. It was a garage sale that led nowhere. <laughs> you, people found themselves. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't we already go buy this sign? And we would sit and just watch with great amusement. The frustrated people trying to find this fictitious garage sale. So you did it on purpose. Yes, did it on purpose. It wasn't purpose. an accident. No, you it just was... made the arrows just lead to nowhere, no, I know. and just it's... sat back and watched that. That's I know. Yeah, I know. It, it was wrong, and and that that listener was right. But it, God, it was funny. I think that's Here's some advice and for you sellers. Should have, you should have added something like, incredible prices. Half our crap is free. You've got to make it yeah. here. Really, just truly really add the, <laughs> lay, just lay it on, you know. And then change the signs once they go by. <laughs> Look, DS, how did you miss it? It's, it just follow the arrows. Because <laughs> the free stuff is going fast. <laughs> Come on. Advice for sellers, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, the items you're absolutely sure will sell will not isn't that a truism yeah it is Generally? true you're like there's this is going to sell i'm going i'm putting this price on it there i know people want this super collectible that's the yeah, biggest mistake yeah. this is super collectible and the stuff you want to get rid of the most will not sell either yeah the junk that is so stinking lame that you're embarrassed <laughs> to even put it on display goes immediately <laughs> and no matter what price you put on an item Someone's going to want it for less. If you put a 50-cent price tag on a dollar bill, somebody's going to say, I'll give you a quarter for it. <laughs> That's So what? That's the fun of garage sales and bartering. You don't like... Does that make you uncomfortable? Well, are I you know, the guy but, that goes, but why well, I guess negotiating there's a, over something there's like a that. sticker on it for 10 bucks. I guess I'll pay 10 bucks. You Please tell me you're not that guy. No, but I mean, when I'm talking about, look, a quarter, really? You want it for 15 cents? I'm asking for a quarter. It's not the money. It's the. This it's, is an automobile and it runs. You want it for 15 cents? <laughs> it's the game. It's the, it's the game of, can we reach an agreement that everybody feels good about? That's that's the fun of it. It's not meant to be mean or, or get you in a bad mood, but you always just say, will you take 15 cents for this? If you are a couple, make sure you have both agreed on what exactly is for sale. Oh, that's a good This happened in our neighborhood one time. People having a garage sale. It, a woman came home to find that her husband had just sold their beautiful antique brass bed. Oh, my God. Luckily, the buyers had not departed with it yet, and the sale was voided, but... Uh, they could have driven off. They didn't know who they were. They were paying cash for it. Yeah. I did that to um, a husband I had once. He had a <laughs> he had a Ford pickup truck and I guess apparently had bought a tailgate for it. And it was just sitting in the garage. It looked like it wasn't doing anything. And I sold it at the garage sale. And he about, he just. Is that why he's not your he husband anymore? Apart. Yeah. One of the reasons. Uh-huh. Um, and the worst place to hold your garage sale 
is in your garage because every th- people think everything that they see in your garage yeah. is for sale. Well, so where should you hold it? Well, put it on the front yard or somewhere. No, yard put sales it in somebody are else's lame. garage. People lay out sheets on the grass and then they just throw all the crap out there and you're crawling around on your hands and knees. No. Don't say this is not for sale. That's that's a negative. Why? Put a sign that says sold on something that's, that's not That's a sale. good idea. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God, the demand on this stuff is great. I that's gotta buy something. That's a great something. idea. And then once the sale is over, finally, remember to take down your roadside signs unless you want people to continue to show up for months to come. Pat. People always forget that. Uh-huh. At, or some people just put them up on purpose to confuse oh, no. people. No, most people wouldn't do that. <laughs> There's a few aberrant types out there that might. <laughs> and finally, advice for buyers... Yeah. Just one bit of advice. What? Once the guy sells you the bed, clear out as fast as you can. (laughs) Just go. Go. Just go. Go. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. (laughs) Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.